To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode is also brought to you by pbandjoey.com. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for the all-new dark roast coffee. That's pbandjoey.com for more information. pbandjoey.com. Hey, folks, open an account today with Weeble, and with just a $100 deposit, you'll get four free stocks. And if you refer a friend, you'll get two more. Such a simple way to start a portfolio with the power of a desktop, tablet, or cell phone. With Weeble, you'll get zero commission fees, access to pre-market trading, and in-depth analytical tools for more advanced users. If you want to support this program, go to positivesarcasm.com, click on the Weeble banner in the contact section. That way, I'll get free stocks, and you'll get free stocks. Now, that's something most of us can agree on. Terms and conditions do apply. See Weeble.com for more information. Thank you to Weeble, and please trade responsibly. Bored housewives, so they're generally hitting Moscato too because they need something sweet in their lives because their husband is sour. That ring on your finger? Some pygmy died digging that out of a hole for you to say I do and ruin some guys like yeah look at that dude he's got a hernia shaped like a bag of pretzels that he just you're ate. going to Thailand you're going to smash some dude going over there for guy time but it's not with his buddies what does it say on the bottle well if it says that on the bottle why did you put it on your head all these actors did was shut their mouths because they didn't want to be run out of Hollywood now a bad batch of Chinese food has you blowing insurance premiums on vitamin f- D. Too much. That's who we're I going sound like Bill Mar. Really, John? Really? really? We can't do this anymore, Auntie. I'll see you at the bar mitzvah. It's almost like it never existed, but it fucking did. So do me a favor. Go f- yourself. Jay here, PositiveSarcasm.com, recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. You can find me on Instagram at Positive underscore Sarcasm. You can find me on Facebook.com in two ways. Facebook.com slash POS Sarcasm or Facebook.com slash Positive Sarcasm. Either way, it doesn't fucking matter. But, of course, you can also hit me up on my website, PositiveSarcasm.com. You can check out all my new stuff, my music reactions, my original YouTube channel, this podcast, this thing, that thing, and all the other things. You can, If you need posing music because you're a bodybuilder, you can go ahead and hit me up. Uh, also, in the, you can check out the posing music section. You can email me directly there for your own custom demo. Um, a lot of stuff on there. But, of course, to support the podcast and to support anything PS-related, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Anything, any amount is appreciated. Got some new headphones. I actually just tested them out a few minutes ago. Tested them out. Well, I broke them. Let's see. Uh, I broke them. Uh, I was listening to on my new music reaction channel. I was, uh, you know, getting into it, enjoying a little Orbit culture. Band out of Sweden, I believe it is. And uh, I was smacking myself in the head because, well, that's what you do. When you're enjoying yourself, you punch yourself in the, in the head. Well, I broke those headphones, and it's a shame because uh, I paid nothing for them. And since this is the spare parts studio, I'm not going to go out and buy like a super expensive pair of headphones. That would be crazy. That would be senile. That would be nuts. Like spending like thousands and thousands of dollars on a dog, um, which I did. But me, but then again, oh, who's your good boy? Who's your good puppy? 
Him and I literally just chowed on and giant pieces of chicken just a few minutes ago. Having a grand old time. You know how you get them to eat vegetables? Add cheese. Isn't that right, handsome? Isn't that right? Won't you come on up? Come on up and say hi to everybody. Come on. Come on up. Come here he is. There he is. Hi, handsome. Oh, come on up. Try again. Try again. Come on up. Come on. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Come on up. Come on. <laughs> come on. Ah, he can't do it. That's all right. I'll just get it. He's on my thigh. I'll let him give, him give him some scratchies. So if your dog is, like, favoring one ear or something like that, just take some um some carbon monoxide. Take some uh, hydrogen peroxide, put it on a towel, and just get inside there and clean it up really good. Your dog will normally respond to that. Uh, after the itchies go away, they'll generally be in much better shape. But, um, yeah, so we just we were just having fun, just sitting there, uh, just eating some chicken and, like, a bunch of fat asses. It's good to have a bro night with your dog where you just sit there and you watch, like, a dude action movie and you eat, like, fried chicken and fucking Doritos. It's a great time. There's nothing better. So, um, yeah, these headphones actually, first of all, I like them. They're white, so they're stylish. Uh, the black ones I liked, too, not to be racist, but I do like, I like the white ones. They kind of, I don't know, they kind of fit what's going on here. But they were, I got them at Target. Um, there was a pair, I saw them on the shelf for like $24.99. I was just looking for a pe- chair, pe- cheap pair of cheap, ooh, pair of cheap headphones that could replace uh, everything else, replace what I had for the long term. So I'm like, all right. So I grabbed them, threw them on the desk, and they turned out $9.99. This is a pair of Sony MDR Matthew David Roger ZX. 110s. They were on sale at Target for $9.99. Look at these things. I mean, seriously, look at them if you're watching the podcast. Look how pretty they are. They're nice and nice and white. They got thick they got uh, thick cords. They fit snugly. They're snugly. Snugly. They're not too uh they're not tight. They don't hurt my head. They're they're they've they nice nice plastic feel. I like them, but they're so freaking cheap. So, I mean, they're not Bluetooth, but who gives a shit? I don't care about that Bluetooth stuff. I don't like, I don't, sometimes, I'm not a huge fan of Bluetooth, to be perfectly honest with you. But I really like these headphones. They, 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 perfect. Absolutely perfect. I'm super happy I got them. So, welcome them to the new Spare Parts family. So, uh, yeah, that was my huge purchase for the week. Well, except for getting my other car back. So, folks, you obviously know I own a uh, Ford Mustang GT convertible, but I also, for the winter months, currently have a Lincoln Continental with a front-wheel drive, gigantic V8, um, and super comfy, front-wheel drive with air suspension. Nice car. But it was having an issue when it came to uh, the radiator not turning on, causing it basically the engine temperature to go up to the point where I had to turn the car off and turn it in and be like, yo, fix this problem. Well, it turned out it was just some of the connections that were needed to be cleaned off because they weren't grounding. Because they weren't grounding, the radiator's were not turning on. The fans were not turning on. Well, that problem was solved. There was only a few hours worth of labor, and I was, great, able to go get my car. How am I going to get there? Because I live in a town right now that doesn't have Uber. Well, I don't have Uber because Uber sucks. Uh, there's no Lyft here either. So if there's no Uber, then there's definitely no Lyft. And there's no taxis here either. So it's like, okay, well, how am I going to go get the car? It's three and a half miles away. Well, fucking I jogged. I jogged. So I'm like, all right, well, by the time a an actual taxi would be able to arrive, I would probably be already over there. So I'm like, all right, well, there's only one way to get it. 
I guess I'll just start walking. And then, and it's three and a half miles away. Well, a walk turned into a nice jog. And I started averaging like a nine and a half, 10 minute mile per mile. And next thing you know, 30 minutes later, 30 minutes, 30 minutes later, 350, 360 calories later, boom, I'm right in front of my car. Thankfully, I brought my keys. Poof, car started right up, got right in, drove it home. So, so satisfying. So satisfying. Just all, I mean, first of all, great workout. I jogged three and a half miles, got my car, paid nobody to take me there. It just makes me wonder how fucking lazy people are. I mean, that that's one thing. When you actually have to go somewhere, people just, I'm just going to Uber there. I jogged. I jogged and went and got my car. I mean, that's the thing. If it was a mile away, it would take me 10 minutes to get there. One mile down the road. 5,280 feet. So I jogged about 16,000 feet. Uh, a little bit more than that. And you know what? It was no problem whatsoever. So if I can jog three and a half miles, I'm pretty sure you can walk one. So that's just something to think about. But uh, it's great to have my, because it's been really super rainy here the past few weeks. So obviously I'm just, I'm not in the convertible mood. And, it, you know, let's face it. it I'm, I'm, I love cleaning the cars up and getting them all nice and pretty. But when it rains, they just look dirty again. So it's like, I'm just getting tired of having to clean the car every fucking day. So I'm like, all right, well, I need to go get the other car. So finally, that's all done. So just trying to put some of the pieces in my life back together. Now that I've got, you know, Chase back, now that I've got my second car back, and uh, now that things are, you know, there's some pieces that are still I'm still working on and trying to find uh, time to do the podcast and trying to find time to shoot other content and the new reaction channel and everything else that's involved. And just trying to put all these pieces together, it, it can get exhausting, you know, not getting and not, not getting the sleep I need, and then working out, trying to get the the weights in whenever I whenever I can. That's not an easy thing to do. And plus, I've you know, with Chase around, it's like I if if he if it's not a sunny day, I'm not gonna take him to the beach, but I'll take him up north so he can go visit the lakes or he can go hiking if it's a nice cloudy day, or he can see people. And he can he can socialize with other dogs, so that's the one thing I've been wanting to do or have been doing. And it's a nice little thing uh, if it's just going to be a rainy, shitty ass weekend. Why would we just sit around here not doing anything if I'm not cleaning the place up or if I'm organizing other stuff? I'm I fill my week pretty well with stuff that I need to get done, and I'm constantly searching and investigating and. Uh, uh, researching and inquiring about all different types of things I need to be doing in order to move my life forward, in order to better my situation. I mean, I know, and of course, also uh, researching stuff for the podcast is not an easy thing to do either. Like I was, uh, I threw away an entire podcast last night because the sound was awful. I don't know what happened, but it was just this little blip in the thing. I didn't have a chance to test it. And then I looked at the sound and I was like, oh, this whole podcast is done. This whole podcast is just shot to shit. So I threw it away and I said, fuck it, I'll just record another one. Because that's what you got to do sometimes. Sometimes you just got to regroup and get back after it. Don't just sit there and be like, oh, fuck it. It's so easy to lose your motivation. I remember week 10 when I was making those weekly um, uh, videos on my first YouTube channel. And week t uh, 10, I think it was, or week 9, one of the two, where somebody stole my camera and I lost that entire week. Well, I just got back after it the next week. That's what you, you got to do. So, 
Um, looking at some of the new articles that I've been pushing through, I've been looking at this week. Um, there's a lot of interesting stuff out there. Plus the Q and A is pretty interesting, but it's like the news cycle is moving so quickly at this point that even the, I mean, cancel culture culture is basically done at this point because it's impossible to cancel somebody now because like even a guy like Bill Cosby, who I talked about a couple weeks ago, well, at this point, there's nothing really else to talk to talk about him regarding because he's out. There's you, you can't. There's he's out of prison. He's completely acquitted. All the technicalities. There's nothing. He's basically untouchable at this point. Um, he's probably gonna go back on tour. And there was no rioting. There was no looting. There was no you know Cosby Lives Matter or rally or whatever. It's just that's it. The news cycle's like, well, like, what else are we going to talk about? It's done. Well, you're all noticing what he mean. He was the main, he's what made cancel culture mainstream. He was the guy. He was the original guy. And now he's out. You can't, can't, there's nobody else you can cancel. The only, the only person that can actually get canceled right now is if Jeff Bezos goes up in his Blue Origin spaceship and it blows up in the atmosphere. That's the only way somebody could actually get canceled right now. There's nothing that anybody else could do. That anybody and nothing. There's just it's impossible. How are you going to cancel somebody? They're trying to they're also trying to cancel Rachel Nichols over at Sports Center for ESPN. That's going to go over well. There's nothing there's always plenty of gigs that people can do. They can always start their own podcast. They can get crowdfunded shows. They can go if they if they get lose their comedy gigs. They can go uh, work the road. There's just, there's really nothing you can do to cancel a person because they'll just find another way to succeed. There's no, I mean, first of all, the dumbest, per, right now the dumbest person on the planet is the guy from Mumford and Sons who apologized for whatever reason and then decided to leave the band. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Dude, just tell everybody to shut the fuck up and go out there and make some bluegrass music. I mean, you're one of the coolest bands out there in the last 10 to 15 years, and all of a sudden, you're going to apologize? Dude, nobody gives a shit. Bill Cosby is out. They're, they can't touch you. If you don't apologize, then that's the end of it. They're just going to go move on to another target. The news cycle has already shifted from Cosby to the new COVID variant, which is also bullshit, too, because it's another way to crash the market and gain more control over you. If you didn't notice... The market took a giant shit on itself today. Some stocks were dropped like 15, 20 points. So it's like, at this point, you're paying attention to the wrong news. You're paying attention to the wrong news. Right now, China is freaking declassifying a shitload of drone work that's going to scare the ever-loving Skynet fuck out of you. Uh, and right now, I mean, right now the best thing that ha could happen actually, is if a billionaire gets blown up while trying to re-enter Earth's atmosphere. We need a dead billionaire on our hands. Um, so I think right now the news cycle is moving so quickly that people are so distracted from all kinds of social justice bullshit that we are not going to see the collapse of our own civilization until it's way too late. And until then, we're going to continue to complain because Netflix is not loading fast enough. It's troubling for me. Very troubling for me, knowing that uh, I'm seeing the collapse of our civilization, like the Roman Empire, right in front of my eyes, and people are still bitching and moaning about shit because the news cycle is not moving fast enough. 
People have to be outraged from moment to moment to moment, like Whitney Cummings changing her hair color. There's never a dull moment in the day. There always has to be something different. There always has to be something new. And there has to be something else for you to get outraged and complain about. Although there's plenty of things you could... I mean, I was... I, I look, I've been watching stuff for the past few weeks. It's flat out haunting. I've been watching stuff about um, uh, Soviet Union. I've been watching stuff about... Uh, uh, the, uh, the Germans and the way they uh, cultivated the masses. I have been looking at the stock market. I've been watching all the stuff that's been unfolding in the U.S. in the past few weeks and uh, the situation with Cuba and the situation in South Africa, which is barely making the news cycle. I mean, that was like a blip on TikTok. Speaking of TikTok, that's basically the Chinese Communist Party's way of trying to get Americans to divide against one another. Not that they didn't need to do that. We already succeeded at it pretty fucking easily. So I don't know what else is going to happen. And then everybody's supposedly going back to work. I have this sneaking suspicion that by the time like September rolls around, I mean, right now, like comedy gigs and concerts, they've already sold out beyond capacity. Multiple shows sold out within seconds. What's to say, like, this shit isn't all going to get canceled because a new variant just rolls out here because we've got nothing better to do and nothing else to be scared about. That this just rolls out, we get, they force us to try, they try to force us to shut down again. And then what, all these venues cancel their stuff? All these venues cancel their stuff and this whole, I mean, first of all, the vaccine thing, that turned out to be a fucking giant whopping nothing because... The new variant apparently doesn't doesn't even care that you've been vaccinated. So what's the fucking point? And then all of a sudden, California, L.A. County is forcing people to mask up again, whether you've been vaccinated or not. So what was the point in all of this? What was the point in all of this, in any of this? Have we learned? We have not learned anything since World War II. We have not learned anything from communist Russia. We have not learned anything anything from the past 20 years when it comes to cancel culture or politics or culture in general or anything when it comes to monopolies. We learned that Microsoft was a monopoly 25 years ago. We did nothing. We did, well, we did something about it back then. But now we've got like five different monopolies. We've got fucking Amazon, which is a monopoly. Apple, which is a monopoly. Uh, so, and... I mean, Comcast, which is a monopoly on certain sections of this of the country. But we're not doing anything about it. Congress isn't doing anything about it. We're not doing anything about it. We're not paying enough attention to it. We're just sucking it all up. We're just sucking it all We just, whatever. We'll do whatever it takes to get our content and get plugged in. Facebook is a monopoly. We're not doing anything about it. Twitter is a monopoly on, on, on public forums. We're not doing anything about it. We just fee- keep feeding that fucking endorphin a tiny little endorphin drip to keep us somewhat connected it's terrible for us i don't know what else is going to happen that's i mean people uh they once once the freaking uh covid shut down the lockdowns happened people rushed to the animal shelters which apparently are an essential business to uh pick up dogs so they could feel less lonely and then all of a sudden as the lockdown subsided, everybody just started, just said, oh, well, I don't need these dogs anymore. I'm just going to go dump them back in the fucking shelters. And didn't give a shit about what happens to these animals, these poor heartbeats, after you just dump them off. 
like a fucking dumpster baby. You're just going to decide, I don't need this kid anymore. I'm going to go ahead and toss him in the fucking trash or throw him in a cage. How awful are people? And yet, how beautiful are people? There are amazing people out there, and yet I, I can't help but notice the fucking awfulness that is out there right now. Now, who, what makes you think that it's a great idea? I mean, the COVID babies is out of control, but I can't see a difference between a COVID baby and a COVID puppy. I mean, honestly, I mean, I've been to police departments where they have baby drop-off locations. Literally, like, I don't want this kid anymore. I'm just going to dump it right in front of this fucking police department. No questions asked. No questions asked whatsoever. I just, I don't need this kid anymore. I don't need this dog anymore. You fucking deal with it. You deal with it. Oh, and the vax, I had another thought about the vaccine thing. You know, it's funny, I compare this whole vaccine thing to uh, abortions. I'm going to compare the two. It's like, well, if an abortion, they they, they say, well, pro-choice, my body, my choice. Okay, so if it's your body and your choice, but you choose to kill the fucking kid, because that's essentially what it is. It's a kid in training. It's a child under development, and you're going to kill it. Well, it's still in your body, so it's your choice. All right, fine. Well, if I decide I don't want some fucking commercial company shoving its needle dick into my fucking elbow, or uh, excuse me, my fo- my uh, my shoulder, isn't it my body, my choice? I choose to take my health into my own hands because I feel like I have a better chance of surviving whatever the, the, whatever the Chinese Communist Party's Wuhan lab is going to throw at me. And so far, I've done a pretty good job of taking care of myself without needing any type of vaccines or boosters or any bullshit that Pfizer or Moderna could throw out there. Thanks. I'm good to go. I'm all set. Oh, but you're going to, you know, you're putting thousands of people at risk. What do you mean? You know how many fucking fatties I see at Fuddruckers every fucking day? Or people sitting in the McDonald's drive-thru? I'm sorry. I'm putting you at risk? For not doing something, or maybe th- maybe I'm thinking about it, or I'm not doing this, or there's millions of people there that just we don't we don't wanna, we don't wanna. There's a lot of people that are there just don't wanna, and the people that do go and get it, great. That's because number one, you maybe don't feel comfortable. Number two, your 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 health is compromised. Number three, you're a fat fuck. Number four, you uh I don't know your job requires it, which is kind of stupid, but you know what? It's my body, my choice. Oh but you're going to kill grandma. You didn't give a shit about grandma. You threw her in a fucking low-grade... You threw her in a fucking uh, low-grade home, retirement home. So don't tell me about grandma. And first of all, I didn't force her in there. That was Cuomo out of New York who shoved her back in with the rest of her old-ass friends and left them to die. I didn't do that. I'm doing you a favor by taking care of myself and working out every day and eating right and paying into the economy when it comes to the grocery stores, okay? And not filling up the freaking coffee drive-thru so you can get your sugar fucking latte faster. I'm not doing anything to harm humanity. uh, However, I do admit I drive too far every freaking day and I'd like to be a little bit closer to the ocean, but oh! How inconvenient somebody else made that for me. Thanks, you fucking cunt! So, honestly, I would like to get back to the ocean. So, if you want to help me get closer to the ocean waves, 
support the fucking channel. PositiveSarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. So if you want me to put out less fucking carbon dioxide out of the freaking awesomeness that is my tailpipes, support the channel. I'll move closer and I won't have to travel as far. Hell, maybe I'll even sell my Lincoln and go get a fucking Tesla. But I'm not selling my Mustang. So please, do me a favor. It's my body. It's my choice. It's my life. I'm going to live it. You do you. You do whatever the fuck you want. But do me a favor. When you go and do something, before you get mad at something or happy about something or eat something or try something, for the most of these things, do a little research. Do a little homework. Try a different source. Ask a different person. Travel a different route. Do something different other than just automatic outrage. That's like you can't even make it through a movie trailer. That's what it is. That's what it is. Everything, it's just all this put together. I just see the ultimate amount of stupid because I don't do something. I'm all of a sudden an anti or a conspiracy theorist. Or, I look, I, I feel and I think, in my personal opinion, as far as how I do things, whether it is health and wellness, whether it is risk aversion, or uh, internet research, or video editing, or audio editing, or political commentary, or cultural commentary, I know where my strengths and my weaknesses are. And I work on them every single day. And there are some things I'd rather not spend a ton of time on. If you want to, I have where I go. If you want to go and learn about political commentary, what the pundits are saying, there's plenty of people you can go uh, watch. Or There's Kyle Kalinske, there's Tim Pool, there's Ben Shapiro, there's Crystal Ball, there's Sager. There's plenty of people out there that you can go and get your opinions from. NPR is way past its prime. CNN is a giant pile of shit. Fox News is basically just a short skirt at this point. So listen. Listen. Try to find some new sources. Do a little digging. Okay? When it comes to health and wellness, let me... I, I got this handled, okay? Leave me be. I figured this shit out. I know what I'm doing at this point. When it comes to, uh, uh you know... The, the, the Q&As that I do, I do the best I can with the information I have in front of me. But sometimes I see some of these Q&As and I look and I go, you know what? There's something else that the writer didn't include in, in this Q&A that seems like it's a, a real serious value that they're just sort of leaving out. And especially when it comes to relationship stuff. I generally say when there's a person who seems a bit manipulative or sociopathic, I generally just tell the other person, get the fuck out and go start new. You'll feel like shit for a few days, but guess what? You'll feel so much better that you got out of that toxic situation. That's how I am. When it comes to financial stuff, I just say, if you have debt, get rid of it. I don't care what it is. Credit scores are easy to, credit scores are easy to fuck up, and they're easy to fix. They certainly are. Absolutely certainly are. You don't even have to risk bankruptcy anymore. There are so many places as, that do debt consolidation nowadays. Basically, what they'll t do is... Tell your credit card companies to fuck off, and then they'll deal with them. And then you just pay your consolidation company, and then the next thing you know, the collections go to them, they handle it, they settle it for you, and you never claim bankruptcy. 
Sure, maybe the sheriff's department will show up at your door once or twice to serve you paperwork, but they'll handle that too. You just have to know not to panic. You just have to know how to do your research. There are plenty of options for you instead of just freaking out or panicking or outraging or going on a Twitter nut spree. There's so many, so many things that you can learn and read about if you just do the proper research and you go through different channels. There's plenty of shit to be scared about. That's for goddamn sure. I mean, as far as the biggest things that concern me is my own government. And number two, the Chinese government. Because what I see right now is automation kicking into high gear uh, in a very short period of time. Automation as far as a lot of people just don't want to work. A lot of people just don't want to work. A lot of people are going to get kicked out of their homes. A lot of people just don't want to do anything, which is going to lead to automation, which is going to put uh, a, lot of, a lot of things into question. Like I see, I, I read about this stuff um, uh, when it comes to drone technology. Like right now, uh, if you can't your, get your shit fast enough with Amazon, well, now all of a sudden you can't even get off the couch to answer the fucking, uh, to walk down to the front of your driveway to pick the shit up. But they live now, so now they deliver it inside your house. Now they deliver it inside your house. Why would I want a, a delivery employee inside of my house? Why would I want that? I just I don't feel comfortable with somebody else entering my house and just leaving it there. I don't like that shit. And now they're going to have drones like drive up to your freaking front door and drop it off there. It to me that's just that seems that just seems really uncomfortable. Like now Amazon can unlock your door with a little remote controlled drone and drop that shit right in your front doorway. You'll throw it down their chimney like an electronic Santa Claus. This stuff is it's too this stuff is so, is coming on so quickly, and it's so unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. It's stuff that um, makes me wonder, are we becoming so lazy to the point that we are just amoebas? We are just amoebas. We just don't want to take heart. We basically, I mean, since religion in a lot of ways has been on its way out, people have become nihilistic. They just become... Uh, 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 shells of themselves, blubbery shells of themselves where they don't want to do anything. They don't care about breeding or falling in love or experiencing life on a, on a non-digital level. They just want to go through day-to-day, work from home, check their Instagram, play their video games, watch their Netflix, eat their 62-pound bag of popcorn, and then drift off into a shitty, farty, smelly, fucking Twitter-outraged mess, and then do it all over again so they can pay $9 for their fucking unicorn frappuccino from Star Fucks, and then do it all over again so that they eventually just turn into a ball of cube sugar and then drift off into a type 2 diabetes coma. That's a, That's... The lives that a lot of people live. And I find it disgusting that they would dare question me about how I choose to live my life and how I what I choose to do with my body. Because it's my choice. If you want to cut the head off of your fucking eight-month pregnant ba- uh, child, then great. You go ahead if that serves you well. Don't tell me what needle to stick in my arm. I don't care if it's fucking Pfizer or... Or heroin. It's none of your fucking business. 
So I don't need you knocking on my door telling me to fucking vax up. I don't need you knocking on my door telling me who to vote for. I don't need you knocking on my door because my Amazon package is delivered. I don't buy from Amazon. I don't need that shit. I don't. I do everything I can so that I can avoid that stuff. I just see a lot of waste. I see a lot of lazy. And I have to call it out when I can. And this Cosby thing that I wanted to circle back home to, I think that's like another example of you guys got outraged over it, became a big thing, and now it's barely this on the second page. Or what do they call that? Page six. It's barely page six. The guy was questioned for raping like over 40 women. Goes to jail for two years and is acquitted. And now is probably going to go back on tour. And people are going to pay to see him. People are going to pay to see him. And people are com- bitching and moaning and complaining about drones flying over their houses because, uh, or uh, you know, just drones in the neighborhood. But they're perfectly fine with this automated bullshit from Amazon just rolling up to their doorstep, knocking on the door, and tossing them a package of who the fuck knows what. They're perfectly happy with that. They're perfectly happy with walking into a Whole Foods while 36 cameras keep an eye on them and have to finger scan this and put in their email and blah, 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 blah. Whatever happened to just freaking walking into a store, swiping your card, telling the freaking cash register lady she has nice tits, and then moving on with your day? I mean, what happened to the simple misogynistic uh, simplicities in life? That's the stuff I enjoy. I want to have a little fun. Don't get me wrong. I'm pretty. I'm kind of an introvert. If you see me going to get my hair cut, I barely say a word. I barely say a word. This is where I get my verbal rocks off. This is where I blip, blab, blue, blue, blue my way into actually trying to make a few words. You know? But let's face it. Here's at the end of the day. Here's what I do. Whether you like me or not, you're disgusted by me. Guess what? Guess fucking what? I wake up at 5 a.m. on the weekdays, and I wake up at 6 a.m. on the weekends. I see my nephew. I see my sister. My dog gets the best meals that one could ask for. He gets all the love in the world. Unlike all the dogs in California that are now back in cages because people in California suck. My dog is loved and adored and sleeps on the bed like he's doing right now. Granted, my bed used to be in another room because I had a nice three-bedroom place. But, you know, bitches, man. But at the end of the day, my bed's made. My dog's lying on it because he's a beautiful pupper. My stuff is organized. My laundry's done. I do it myself. I take care of myself. I'm healthy. I don't bother people. I'm not on Twitter. I make my own coffee. I'm a good worker. I'm creative. I'm humble at times. I'm nice. This is what I do. Hannah Gatsby says there's there's no such thing as a good man. Fuck her. Fuck that bitch. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Just because she dresses like a man doesn't mean she gets to comment about them. She has no clue what it's like to be a dude. And when she transitions, she can let me know. Until then, she can fuck off into that good night. She has no clue what she's talking about. My life, oh, first of all, 
I was just thinking in my head, does Bill Cosby, because he just got off for rape, get white privilege? I'm wondering. Get back to me on that. We just try to live our day as best as we can. We have our own struggles. I don't want to hear about your fucking problems unless you ask me if you want to talk about them. Or if I ask you if you want to talk about them. I feel like we are in for a lot more pain than we realize. And listen, I don't want to talk. I don't give a shit about the people who died in the past year. I know there were some terrible tragedies and all this and other that. So much of this shit could have been avoided. There are so many other remedies and supplements and other medications that were out there. But because, because this is the way the world is, we turn a blind eye to all of it. And here we are now, millions of people dead. A lot of them could have been avoided, whether it was through certain medications or it was through health and wellness. Nah, let's just not. Let's just continue to fucking Amazon Prime our way through life until our own existence just gets sucked into a fucking vacuum. And the whole world and all of civilization, Western civilization, just gets dicened up. And that's it. It's all over. The black hole didn't even make it here in time to suck us up. We did it to ourselves. We did it to ourselves. I don't, I have, I look, I have glimmers of hope. So I am not completely pessimistic about all this stuff. But I have to admit, there are a lot of stupid people out there right now. A lot of them. A lot of dumb people. I find more retards driving Honda CRVs and Subaru Foresters more and more every single day. And it just depresses me. It just depresses me that we are trying to all-wheel drive our way through lives now. Where we all know that a Ford ZX2 that was front-wheel drive with a 2-liter engine could get us through life peppily and happily and safely, no problems whatsoever. But no, we got to we got to take the next step. We got to go an extra level and go 84 months for $500 a month in some fucking car we don't need with options we don't deserve. What are we doing? Uh, all these concepts I see in my head, we don't need to be doing what we're doing. There's a lot that we don't need. Look inside yourselves. Look into the mirror. Look at your relationships. My buddy was talking to me the other day about something he was upset about. And I'm like, dude, I'm thinking in my head, I get that you're upset about this situation, but this is, unless you're gonna go, unless you're gonna go to a lawyer, which there's you have no reason to go to a lawyer, just understand that you have a beautiful you have a great job, you have an awesome house, and you got a beautiful wife. Just focus on that. If you're not gonna do anything or approach this situation head on, then just fucking be done with it. My situation was different. It was a legal matter and I fucking handled it. Like a champ. And I won. So fuck off. Handle your shit. Be your own person and work hard. Work hard on yourself physically. There's plenty of avenues of opportunity for you to take care of your own shit. There's plenty of ways to invest. There's plenty of fucking jobs out there because apparently nobody wants to fucking work. Nobody wants to work. We all want those bonuses. We all want that free money. Well, money don't mean shit when it's just paper. It's based on consumer confidence. It's based on the fucking the value of the country that it's printed in. At the end of the day, it'll end up just being paper and worth nothing more. And then that's when things fall apart. We're just printing shit. 
I don't know what's going to happen in the next several months. I'm not as optimistic as I'd like to be. And it happened once. It can happen again. So while Jeff Bezos is dancing across the fucking atmosphere, we're probably going to get shut down again. It happened once. They'll try and do it again. I'm pretty sure that Florida and Texas probably won't go for it. They'll be like, suck a dick. In the words of Quentin Tarantino, suck a dick. New Hampshire, I have no idea. Probably not. Probably not get shut down. But then again, there are so many other things that they can do. And look, all it is doing is getting us to fucking turn on each other. And every time we turn on each other, our governments and these other friggin' entities that we're not aware of just suck up more power. They just suck up more power. They take, they buy and sell stocks without our knowledge. Basically, our, our, our fucking government and all the other entities have just turned into a giant hedge fund. That's it. They're buy and sell us all day long. There's so much to complain about. There's so much bullshit out there. I'm trying to do what I can with what I have available to me. And I still, I've got a lot of shit I got to do. I got to figure out where I'm going to live for the rest of my life with all the other stuff that I have available to me, with what resources I have. I'll eventually have to move all this shit. I'll eventually have to make decisions about my own health and wellness going forward because I'm not 22. I'm not 22. I am in great shape. I am very healthy. I am a good-looking son of a Jew bitch. But you know what? Things slow down. I'll, I'll eventually slow down, but I keep moving. I jogged three and a half miles just to go get my car. What did you do? You got frustrated because your internet connection was slow, so you weren't able to watch fucking Gilmore Girls for the 37,000th time? I mean, look, let's get right to Q&A. I want you to see what people are complaining about nowadays. Let's go right to it. Here's what here's here's some white people problems right here. Was I a jerk to plan a vacation my girlfriend couldn't afford and then expect her to pay an equal share for everything? My automatic response is, yeah, you're kind of a dick, but let's go ahead and just dive right into it. My girlfriend, myself, and this is on dig.com, by the way. My, my girlfriend, myself, my parents, and my brother and his wife all went on vacation in another country a week ago. My brother and I were the ones who did most of the planning, our itinerary. We did ask everyone else for input. But for background, I make 150 k as an IT consultant. Well, guess what? Fucking pony up. If you could make it 150 grand, whatever your taxes are, I'm sure you could have a little extra grand for your girl. Uh, my girlfriend is a teacher making 45 k Well, she's a teacher. Good for her. My parents are pretty affluent as well as my brother and my sister-in-law. Blah, 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 blah. My girlfriend knew this trip was coming up and took a second job waitressing on the weekends for several months to get ready for it. Well, guess what? Kudos to her. We have always split things 50-50 in the two years we've been together. There were a few times on vacation when she did not go on outings with us, wine tasting, scuba diving, etc., etc. She also would eat two meals a day, simply stating that she was on a budget. My family does hot more food does favor more high-end expensive places. My parents thought it was strange that she was only eating two meals a day, although normally she eats three. When we got home, I asked her why she skipped out on several of the outings and only ate two meals a day. I mentioned how I heard her stomach growling one night and said I was concerned about her having an eating disorder. She got teary-eyed and said that she had three meals a day wasn't fiscally feasible for her, and neither were the outings that she chose to not go on. She went for three of the six outings. She said she was not expecting everything to cost so much, and she was overwhelmed. She also said that she doesn't know if she, this was going to work long term. She was expected to go on vacations like that with people who make so much more than her. I feel bad that it did not pick up on her discomfort sooner, but we did agree to split everything 
And then I don't know why she agreed to come. The cost was an issue. Well, it looks like she's been straight, pretty straightforward, and you didn't pick up on any of this shit. Granted, in some of my relationships, I didn't pick up on some of the things that were going on, but I eventually figured it out. But it wasn't really money-related. I was very upfront about my money situation. And you know what she makes, so you should get an idea. Yeah, and she also worked as a waitress as opposed and a teacher. She was a waitressing, and she was a teacher. Obviously, she was trying to make extra money to go on this vacation, and you have already passed the, uh, what do you call it, with the uh, law of diminishing returns. We're making 150 grand as an IT consultant. I don't know how much you're paying in taxes, but it doesn't state here where you live. But you obviously could afford it. So if you're going to go on vacation with your girl and you know she don't make as much money as you, then guess what? As the dude, maybe you should fucking step up a little bit more if you can. If you are more of the breadwinner in the family, then maybe you should step up. If you're the breadwinner in the relationship, it's not a bad idea for you to actually step up and make sure that she's eating three meals a day instead of two. You heard her stomach grumbling. Maybe you should have got her and bought, went and bought her some crackers. You know, these are some things that you as the boyfriend should be making sure that is all okay. Now, if she obviously is the breadwinner, then guess what? She'll handle it from here. She'll handle it. She'll take care of it. Maybe she'll get you an extra meal. But in this case, you're the breadwinner. You're the one. You asked the question. She gave you an honest answer. You should flip the bill. Well, not all the bill, but the parts that are missing, you know, like the third meal. So that's on you, bro. Let's continue on with some more fucking first world problems. Should I continue dating my ex-husband, probably not, who took my car and savings and left me with unpaid bills? Well, okay, sociopath alert. My husband of five years walked out on me last year. Last year was actually the third time he's walked out on me, but this time he filed for divorce. When he left, he just took about every item we purchased together. Well, asshole alert, including my car and my portion of the money that was in our savings account. I also found out that he'd been telling mutual friends during the previous year that I was a burden to him. Oh, okay. Now he wants to start spending time with me in order to, in his words, make sure I'm okay. Due to the struggles I've faced since being laid off because of COVID and having to pay past due balances on the bills that he left with me. We've been sleeping together and he once told me that he still loves me. Our divorce is final and I've done the best to move on, but now I'm stumped because I still do love him a great deal. I know I should probably kick him to the curb, but he seems sincere. Should I run away screaming or give him another chance? No, you need to fucking kick him out. Get him out of your life. Make sure that you're okay. Okay, so he's sleeping with you in order to make sure that you're okay. This guy's a freeloader. He's uh he's he's putting out sociopathic vibes, and he took you for he took everything from you. He took everything. Okay, what did he? He took the car and your portion of the money that was in your safe. So he took all the money. So now you're behind your bills. And the car. So now you can't drive anywhere. Fuck this guy. Tell him, take the car, stick it up your ass, and get the fuck out. That wasn't hard now, was it? Time we at? 44? Let's keep going. How can I get my uh, co-worker to stop going out of her way to commute home with me? I recently started a new job and found out that the former co-worker from my last job has been, and I have been hired in the same organization at the same rank. Big part of her learning progress, progress process is that she's a verbal processor and does not let anything go. So she, if she doesn't understand something, she will continue to talk about it for hours to on end. Literally actual hours. The issue is we have the same commute because we live in the same neighborhood. Those conversations follow me home every time we work together. She rehashes the exact same conversation we had all day, highlighting how she feels behind. 
I really like her a lot and really enjoy talking to her, but eight hours plus intense exposure. Okay, blah, 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 blah. So she'll, okay, and she'll wait until I'm finished at work. So obviously she wants to spend every waking moment with you, uh, ignoring my go on it and uh, go on without me. You don't have to wait for me. I have to finish up. I have an appointment. Sometimes waiting up to an hour for me, walking me to the bus, the light rail, the Uber. She even switched her commute to match mine or tried to split an Uber. Okay, so she seems a bit clingy, needs somebody to talk to. Look, a lot of people, look, this seems like this is a new job and blah, blah, blah. Look, this pandemic fucked a lot of people up. It did. It broke a lot of people's brains. Social cues were really messed up. People are just trying to work through this, and people are leaning on each some Some people are leaning on each other socially to just kind of get back into the swing of things. And if you want to lay it down, you say that you are trying to strategize uh, ways to have some solo commutes, and you don't want to hurt feelings. But guess what? Sometimes you got to hurt their feelings. But you got to be like, look, I, I mean, what I would do is you obviously want some you time. Then there needs to be a couple days a week where you'd be like, listen, uh, Mondays and Fridays, I'm alone. I want to be alone. But like Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, I get it. I'd like to, you know, if you guys, if you want to talk, blah, 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 those are the times we should do it. But Mondays through Fridays, Monday and Friday, I kind of need to be just with me. Okay? So obviously get your time in, but this person obviously needs people to talk to and da, 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 and needs to figure shit out on their own. And some people are just afraid to be alone right now because a lot of people were alone. I mean, alone during the uh, lockdowns last year. So maybe this has something to do with it because you don't really state too much about pre-COVID about whether or not this person was quiet or talkative or blah, 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 blah. So give, get, yeah, make sure you talk to them about having some time to yourself because some people are introverts and need time to themselves and then find time to work with her. Let's do one more. How can I convince my husband it's not reasonable to expect me to pay his taxes for him when he earns more than me? My husband and I have separate bank accounts and split expenses down the middle. Okay. We are both good earners, but in the past four years, his salary has tripled. Overall, this is fantastic until it comes to tax time. Because we were equal earners for the first 15 years of our marriage, we split the tax bill down the middle. But now his high earnings have swollen our tax bill. He contends I should still pay half because we've always done it that way. Me pointing out the ratio of the earnings doesn't move him. It doesn't phase him either when our tax preparer unequivocally stated we're in a new tax bracket because of my husband's new salary. He can afford to pay more. He just refuses. Facts don't move him. Any advice for what might? Well, listen, you need to persuade your husband and be like, listen, if you're making... Okay, if you're a person who makes more, then... You need to pay more. Well, I'm not saying you should pay more, but in this situation, in this capitalist situation where taxes sometimes, depending upon the state, are more expensive, look, I'm not going to pay for your taxes. Why should I? And in this case, your husband, same thing. Why would you Why would you pay for his taxes? That doesn't make any sense. I don't. Tell me what I'm missing. But if he's making three times the amount of you, let him pay his share. You pay your share. What if he ends up paying six times as much? Are you going to spend your entire salary just to cover his taxes? I don't know how that works. At that point, I would just quit my fucking job and be like, listen, until you pay your share of the, your your taxes yourself, I'm not going to work. I don't know if that's an idea. Well, I don't know if it's a great idea, but it's definitely an idea. But at this point, it's his thing. Let him pay for it. 
You know, I don't, I don't, I like to do things. I like to be very transparent about what I can do and what I can't do right up front. So people know what to expect from me, but I always try to do I'm like, listen, this is what I can do. This is what I can afford. And then try to put in an extra 10%. So I'll, I'll give you the hundred percent that I can do and then try to find a way to find an extra 10% in order to support the situation. That's what I try to do. I set expectations about the max that I can do. And then I try to find a little bit more because there always seems to be a little bit more. And that's what makes things work. So that's, well, at least that's what works for me or hasn't worked, but I'm trying. So look, I, I've, ram, I've ranted for freaking 35 minutes. I've done plenty of these Q&As. The fact is, is you guys need to figure some shit out. You guys got a lot of work to do. You guys have to do better. Okay? And I'm not talking about fucking, you know, toxic masculinity or unconscious bias. I'm not talking about any of that fake woke bullshit. I'm talking about just doing better and working harder and really, really extending uh, beyond your potential. Because it's amazing. I didn't think I could go for a three and a half mile jog. And then I did. I didn't think I could. And I literally walked for about, I don't know, 10 feet. And the next thing you know, my legs just started moving. And next thing you know, I was jogging. So if I can do it, shit, you can do it. And I was born to prove people wrong. So what can else? what else can I do? I just keep surviving. I keep moving. And I just somehow just... I keep escaping the British from Yorktown. So what's your excuse? Believe me, I'd love to hear it. Till then, you can find me on social medias. You can hit me up through my, my YouTube channels, Positive Sarcasm, Positive Sarcasm Podcast, and, of course, the all-new Positive Sarcasm Reactions, which has a new one going uh, loading up right this moment. Uh, you can hit me up through my website, positivesarcasm.com. Just go to the contact page or email me directly, positivesarcasm.com. Support the podcast in one of two ways, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Or just go to the contact page of positivesarcasm.com. Click on contacts. And there's a Weeble app. Click on the Weeble app. You sign up, you get free stocks. Free stocks. You can sell them and make money. And in turn, I'll get free stocks. So everybody wins. So in the meantime, you can hit me up through all those ways. Check out my posing music if you're into competitive fitness. If you need something cut up, just go ahead and hit me up. Shout out to all my competitors that have uh, reached out in the past couple months that have needed work. Uh, I, uh, I'm so glad I could help you guys. I look forward to working with you again in the future. Um, but until then, you can if you're just listening to the audio version of this podcast, go ahead and hit, you can reach me wherever podcasts are available. You know, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podcast Addict, anywhere. Go ahead and check it out. But until then, thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. And sorry this podcast is late. I'm doing what I can. Also, uh, these headphones, once again, I got them at Target for $9.99, and I love them. Sony MDR ZX110s. Check them out. Thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. And I will talk to you all in the next episode, recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio. Zippa Zappa Zero Bill Cosby's free. This has been a positive sarcasm presentation.